Welcome to Immersive Talks. This is Palmer Foote from Bigfoot Music and Sound hosting episodes with Jump Into the Light around the connection between immersive technologies and the human condition. I want to give a few shout outs. Firstly, to Jump Into the Light, a virtual reality arcade where anyone can experience immersive gaming, art, and the latest technology. You can find out more at jumpintothelight.nyc. Mihao and Royal from Jump help produce this podcast and find incredible guests to be interviewed. I'm a commercial and freelance music producer, and ever since experiencing a meditation garden in VR, my worldview changed. I'm interested in seeing how immersive technology influences traditional concepts of community building and idea proliferation. On today's episode, I'm lucky to speak with Maria Brutskaya, a classically trained musician paving an electrifying way in the immersive media space. After winning her first composer's competition in Eastern Europe at the age of seven, Maria has literally taken on the world with her music, poetry, and now immersive media art. She records under the artist's name Ambi. That's A-M-B-E. Find her at Ambi Music on Instagram, A-M-B-E-M-U-S-I-C, to stay up to date with her shows, music, and jam sessions. Maria, welcome to Immersive Talks. Hey, Palmer. Thanks so much for having me here. My pleasure. We're here on a Wednesday night. Last night, we were jamming um, out on the on the green screen space, and uh, you were playing some violin. Keith Pacho was playing some keys, and I was playing some Ableton stuff. It was really, really I remember. fun. <laughs> yeah, you remember. It was really, really fun. It um, was, indeed. I'm, I'm really excited to have you on to the on the podcast, you're doing some really, really cool stuff. Thank you so much. First and foremost, can you give a little background on who you are and where you come from? Well, so I was born in a small town in Russia on the border with Ukraine. I grew up in Ukraine. I've been doing music since I was four years old. When I was six, I was already, I was living without parents because I went to like boarding school. So I graduated ahead of time, and then I went to conservatory, and I was studying like a, two departments simultaneously as a, as a classical violinist and kind of jazz piano player and also composer. And since I was actually seven years old, I was basically participating, winning, not winning, compositions, composers, competitions. And so I've been writing… At what age? At seven, actually, I won my first uh, wow. composer's contest. Yeah. That's crazy. With my first two songs, which were like, <laughs> like with me singing, playing violin, and somebody playing piano. Wow. So, yeah. And so you were you were composing the sheet music for it? Yeah. So I wrote uh, I wrote uh, the part for the piano, the part for violin, for, and for voice. I didn't write poetry then yet. Mm-hmm. But I started like at nine. What was it? When was the first time you touched an instrument? Four. That was oh no, actually, you know what? Actually, I think I was like around one because I do have these distant memories. Uh, of me just basically just like trying to reach out something that was making some interesting sounds. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's like one of my earliest memories. That's cool. And so you went into music at first, yeah. right? So that was your, your full force push. And what other media did you get into as time went on? Well, basically, see, music has always been like my main field and everything else kind of like has grown from out, from out there. I've been like seriously doing poetry and like a, like writing, like have like published poems, books. 
And uh, at some point, I also started to paint, but it was like very much like like here and there, just mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, but just like kind of uh, another way to express of my universe. Mm-hmm. And and I also remember another thing that I remember that I always wanted to be like a ballerina. And I remember that I, when I was three or something like this, strict Russian classical dancers, they said that I'm not good enough for them, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was not skinny enough. So, so I remember that, that like it was traumatic till today. But uh, it's interesting. So I never really studied any dance, but I've been always feeling it in my veins. So mm-hmm. like I seriously think that maybe like it might be coming from some previous life's experiences. And so as time went on, when you went into your teens, what was what was that like? Were you tra- were you able to travel and and off of your music? When I was 13, so from 12, 13, 14, this period, I've been participating in like in like vocal singers and writer competitions in Ukraine and in Russia. And I also um I did some touring but uh, actually as a classical violinist together with orchestra. Cool. Uh, we went to Germany and Denmark, a couple of places. So basically it has always been like mixed together. But an interesting thing is that I really, probably up till, I mean, till now, I I didn't have a chance to put, like just to find one single platform to bring everything, you know, to one plate that mm-hmm. I have, that I've been doing, like all these aspects of my of my the way how I express my artistry, my creativity, my inner universe. And it's interesting because like right now I feel that VR mixed reality and specifically jump into the light. I'm so thankful just to, you know, to find you guys, just like the universe sent you to me. I feel like it's a perfect platform for me to bring everything that I am, you know, and I have ever been. And here I've been feeling the most myself that I have ever felt before. And Amazing. I'm really and I'm really grateful for this technology. I'm really grateful for people who brought me here. I'm really grateful to you guys. How did you first get in contact with Jump? Basically, so um one of your artists in residency, uh Carrie Abel, mm-hmm. we have started to work on her music because basically uh so she is painter and she got into VR and then she started to also do music and then we got together and I offered her to help with with her production because mm. she didn't have anything produced I said like listen like so you're, you're the doing producer interesting yeah I am producer I've been working with different artists like writing and producing and doing electronic production and and string arrangements that's what I've been doing this cool. kind of this what my day gig is so to speak so I offered her to do some production and I did and our track is coming out somewhere in 10 days, I guess. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> yes. And and basically, I just shared with her that I always wanted to paint. And I just asked, asked her some advice. And she said, like, oh, you know what? Like, you're helping me with music, you know, because that's because that's what that's right. what you feel, what you, where your heart is. And I really want it and I really appreciate it. And I can help you with, with just, like, introducing you to the world where you can basically express yourself through painting. And mm. I've been doing this cool thing, VR, you know, and... It's interesting because Nayan uh, brought Carrie to VR and Carrie brought me here. So yeah. basically, and it's all interesting because Nayan, last night he told me that that party where he met uh, Carrie, he 
actually he he can originally he considered not even to go there. So like mm. I can like I'm even I'm terrified to 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 think like what <laughs> what would have what, happened what would happen happen if he didn't go there wow. and if he didn't bring Carrie here. A Carrie brought me here, and that's. That's so cool. I actually had Carrie on the podcast um, Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. I'm in love with her. Yes, yes. No, she's she's amazing. And how you're helping her kind of see the connection between what is digestible in music versus what she organically creates. So could you talk a little bit about, you know, the difference between creating something that's very cerebral and kind of out there, which I'm sure you're more familiar with than any of us. <laughs> that's um, a huge dilemma that you want me to talk about, yeah? Well, it's it's interesting. I think like most of artists, whatever field they work in, you know, um, like sooner or later they will come to the point when they will have to really try and find the balance between just expressing their world the way they hear it or see it or whatever they do. Uh, and and also trying to make people understand what they do, you know, because it's one thing, it's so cool just to be able to write, create, right? But we all need some satisfaction and we, we need to be loved on all the levels, you know, and when you're an artist and you create, you need to be loved, you know, like you can say like as much as you want. It's like, oh, I don't care what they say. I'm just like being myself. I'm doing what I, what I, what I know, what I, what I believe in. Yes, but you're gonna be miserable. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, sooner or later, if you will not find the way to deliver it to people. So, um, for my creativity, for my own, for my own artistry, and what I've been working on in music and overall in life, I've been trying to find this balance. Mm-hmm. And and it's interesting because sometimes you can you can package some really deep message, like really like philosophical and complicated complicated message, uh, in a package which is digestible, you know, or yeah, or just kind of, you know, I think the best thing that I've come to is that we all, basically the way how human psychology works, we like playing games. You know, like when when we see something, when we hear something happening, just like a game of expectation kind of. So you hear this chord and you expect psychologically that that's what again, that's what, that's what going to be like next chord, right? Mm -hmm. So when you guess, you're just like, oh, cool. When you don't, you're just like, oh, Okay, interesting. You see, if you constantly guess, it becomes boring. You're just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like first, fourth, fifth, like what, well, like dominant, subdominant, right? Like that's boring, right? So you lose an interest. Interest. If it's constantly uh, too difficult for you to guess, you lose an interest as well. You know. So to me, like that's my approach. You know, I. I think there is not only one way to do it, but that's what I've been doing. You know, just trying to find the balance between something that people would guess and they would understand, something that sounds familiar, mm-hmm. but still would be myself, just like would be my take on it, even doing something familiar to other people, and something that people would just like, what, what the hell? Right. Yeah. Surprised. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So like, I I need this excitement, and and everyone everyone does. You know. So that's that's what I think. When you're working in the medium of VR, that relationship, I assume, pops back up where you could be painting something 
that, you know, somebody might digest very easily versus maybe not? Um, or I don't know. What, what do you think about that relationship in immersive media? Hmm. Well, as I said, first of all, for me, it's, it's just perfect. Perfect world, perfect platform to really express everything that I have in, you know, and basically to deliver to to people basically everything that I have to, to be able to share with them. Um, so it's interesting. I don't really think much, oh, I should do this movement, or maybe I shouldn't. Oh my God, like just like, oh, how, how this color looks like? Oh, I'm not sure. It's interesting because here I've been feeling that I just constantly get into kind of zone. And then I just like, I look, some I look at some videos and I'm just like, what? Okay, that was cool. What? Okay, that was weird. Okay, I should do this. Or maybe I shouldn't do that. So basically on some, on some level, just like deep in my brain, it like layers down yeah. the knowledge about like about what I like, what looks cool, you know, what I think works objectively. But... And I'm sure, it, like, it works, you know, like, while I'm in the zone, just, like, just just basically from subconscious yeah. place. Uh, but basically, I just, I just fucking go in. Go. You know, and that's, and I'm, I'm that. Cool. I'm not doing, I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. That's. And, and and you're you're learning the media as well yeah. too, yeah. right? You're learning how. So like when you were four, before seven, when you won your first competition, mm -hmm. you were learning how to, sure. you know, you Scales, were learning exercises, yeah. Yeah. right, right, exactly. And so, do you find that there are any um, any helpful tools that you found while learning the immersive media that um, has helped you be able to just go? Or is it just so easy with this media that you can just say, oh, here are the two controllers and these are the paintbrushes and you just go? It's interesting, you know, because, um, I mean, sure, you can create some interesting art with just a pencil. If you don't have a pencil, you can draw on the sand when you have nothing. Right, when you have two controllers, you can just grab controllers and create something using your, these controllers. So um, it's not a matter of what kind of tool you use. You know, I just guess it's the matter of just becoming kind of like, do we call it medium? That you, that, that controllers is something that actually you act through, mm -hmm. right? And your body and these controllers, they kind of like become this like conductor between, between your creativity and what you see, what you hear, and what you create, what other people see. Sort I of guess, like an instrument. Yeah, of course it is. You know, so basically, I don't know, just for me, the best way to learn it is just, just go and do it. It sounds like the, the idea of the zone you know, it's sort of like when we were jamming last night, you know, that kind of um, the rhythm and the samples and the chords and the stuff, it's easy for us to get into a zone. Like last night, we were able to just kind of pump out, yeah. you know, four or five different full ideas without 
thinking about it because we're used to our instruments yeah. and we're even and, and even when you're used to an instrument if you're used to playing violin and you know you do have perfect pitch and all that you still can find something new in the music when totally. it's you know totally you know like for example like just like you would just play some sound some sample and here it is it immediately triggers something that i didn't expect that okay, that would be our next move. And it was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's so cool. And I would just continue, you know, like like Keith would play a couple of notes and I would that's basically almost like question and I would just immediately play the answer on my violin, you know, mm-hmm. just like you would do something and it would just like totally give me just the flow and I would just go that direction. And I, and I, and the best way to jam is listen to each other, you know. So basically, we were not just like, everyone was doing our own thing and everyone was in their own zone. No, we actually got into this place where we were able to basically, it was a conversation. Mm-hmm. It was like conversation, making art, like making love kind right. of thing. That's where I was. And when you're when you're having those kinds of conversations, I find that to be it's hard to do that in music sometimes with with just anybody. But when you can find those people that you can do that with, you can go on for, you know, hours seem like minutes, right? True. Um, for when you're when you're working in immersive media, do you think there is potential or have you ever experienced that same kind of a jam with maybe somebody else? Actually, I never tried yet, I think. So basically, do you mean that uh, just, for example, to create like VR painting with somebody else? Yeah? Yeah, it's a a cool idea. I should definitely. Though, you know what? Um, I mean, remember our very first session? You were were playing something, just some samples, some Mm -hmm. drums, and um, ah, there was me like actually doing violin. Uh, I guess another time, or it was the same day, so Mike played, like, played a song. Yep. And basically, I was just moving and painting, painting, like, painting along the song. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, like, I mean, if it was, if it was you playing, like, you know, like, that would be totally, like, immersive, collaborative experience. Yeah. Not just playing violin, like, in mixed reality, kind of, like, like, green screen and camera, right? Yeah. But that's, that's what it would be. And that's what actually I'm going to do in my show. I'm going to do this improvisation where I'm improvising vocally, improvising, while I'm creating this um, VR painting mm. with this kind of like cyber dance. And I, uh, and I also want to, to reflect all movements of my brushes that I use with movements of my voice that I do, you know, just mm. like basically like different intervals and jumps, like when it's an octave or just like glissando, ooh, you know, something yeah. like this. So yeah, it would be like totally immersive and whoever I'm jamming with, you know, I would be just, it would be just this collaborative experience. Right. And have you ever tried making a visual uh, painting or visual um using music before uh, before you started doing immersive media? Yes. Actually, um, that's how I created my very first uh, VR painting music slash, slash lyric video um, for my new single, 3OW, Alien's Code. Mm-hmm. I, like, I hand-draw um, the whole picture, you know, basically, where um, 
kind of my self-portrait and kind of left like kind of alien, you know, because I mean, we're all coming from somewhere mm-hmm. to here. Right. We're um, all aliens. Yeah, exactly. So like I'm just standing in the like in the in the center. And basically I I um I drew all um all verses with uh, with different brushes, just like making them actually not only not, not just words, but basically trying to also like draw what it is about. Hmm. And just like from this figure standing in the middle, like to each verse, to each phrase, like which is supposed to be different humans experience, human experience, human emotion, mm-hmm. you know, different color of what we feel or what we do. Either it's hate or it's frustration or it's love or it's pain, pain or it's like being high. And I'm just <laughs> like, and kind of like this person, they have uh, like like dotted lines going from their hands that they're kind of like offering, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, the whole idea is like here they are and we're just like just being here. We are going through this different experience because that's what the whole idea is. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we evolve. Cool. So, yeah, so that's really like that's the epitome of what I was sort of talking about, which is using music in a way to yeah. represent a visual. And you've, so you're doing that in VR already. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> are, are you doing a residency here at Jump? Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm an artist in residency. Cool. Right and so what is, what is your end product that you want to get from your residency here at Jump Into the Light? Basically, as I said, like my main uh, goal right now is to put together a show where with all this immersive like immersive media, VR, and MR uh, with, yeah, just like with uh, using um, classical, like modern classical violin improvisation and vocal improvisation and electronic production and VR painting and this, I call it cyber dance, you know, like for mm-hmm. like a better word because like, I don't know, like no one ever did it before, so I have to come up with some names <laughs> what yeah. the hell I'm doing. Uh, just combining all of this at once. And here, like later in May, we are, uh, we are starting a series of of uh, my shows here with Jump Into the Light. Cool. So like, yeah, just being able for the first time in my life to just really bring fucking everything that I am mm-hmm. into one like single show one single platform, one expression. Amazing. And I'm so excited about it. What do you think the future of immersive content could be? That's interesting, you know, because like we talked about it uh, with with the guys from Jump Into the Light. And it's interesting right now, if people even heard about like VR, MR, just like, what? What is it about? What the hell are you doing there? (laughs) Sounds weird. I mean, the only uh, association that people usually have is either gaming or partying, you know? And the whole idea, that's what Jump Into the Light and and myself with them right now, that's what we are working on, basically just to show that it's not just for like gaming, partying, kind of just like whatever, like fun. Mm-hmm. It's actually uh, a perfect new tool, new do- it's the door to totally new platform, different experience on so many levels that triggers different types of your creativity, you know, to create the art of the future. That's what I really believe in. That's what, that's what, that's what I see even, like exp- I experience it, my, like my own self, you know, and, and there are, 
there are a lot of talented artists out there who should really take it like seriously as a new tool, mm-hmm. as new, as I said, like, I guess, yeah, I like how I said it. It's like it's, it's a door to totally new world of creating like the like real serious art like with capital A. Have you experienced any VR apps that have really moved you in a way that um, audio art or visual art couldn't? Well, I like to me, my my world is still brush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Till brush from Google, yeah, guys really did an amazing job. Right. You know, with basically creating different type of brushes and some of them are sound responsive. So I use both. You know, because like sometimes I don't, I don't want everything to jump. You know, like in my in my painting, right. but something when you know, like when you, when you see that actually it reflects the baseline or it reflects some synths or some beat. You know, mm-hmm. hi hat or kick drum, that's freaking amazing. <clears throat> that actually becomes basically even creating music with brushes. You know, or basically or reflecting music that was created by yourself or somebody else before you just you kind of draw it, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's Tilt brush. I know, teal brush, teal <laughs> brush, please. <laughs> you know what, actually, like, while we were talking, I was thinking that uh, another thing that I wanted to say, what actually really surprised me and and made me feel, like, made me feel something that I never felt before is when I, f- when I put the VR headset on for the very first time, you know, it didn't feel like, like, like some weird place or just like, what is it? Like, I have no body, like I have no hands, you know, I have like nothing around me. Like to me, it felt like our, almost like a reminder of our original state of the soul, you know, when there is spirit and you are powerful to create whatever you want. You're the, cre- the creator, Right. So, yeah. So, like this, like this feeling. I've been carrying it actually through all my experience of immersive video, immersive media, and VR. That actually it's the place where because when I dance or when I do something, I don't even see my body. You know, right. like so, like even with my peripheral vision, just like to like right. to rely on something. So we rely only on our imagination and, and kind of inner senses. And the idea of the creator, yeah, yeah, being the cre- inhabiting an, exactly an agency so, that is. Yeah. So, like, what what my point is, I I really truly think that on some like psychological, cerebral, like scientific level, it unlocks something in humans' brain that nothing else actually unlock to create. I mean, people have been creating from the beginning of time, of the of like of the world, right? Right. But this is something that unlocks these cells, these parts that gives you, that actually expands your vision and your feeling of being able to create and what you create and how you do it. A and lot that's, of, that's what is actually really should be taken under serious consideration. A lot of artists are are obsessed with the uh, the fact that you can see colors that you can't see with normal paint. You know, you can actually create colors that don't exist in the real world yeah. in VR. You know, you can get 
these different shades of red mm-hmm. or blue or th- I don't know. I actually don't know what the technical terms are for them, but things that you can't see in real life, you can make. Um, I love that idea of the create. You are inhabiting. Uh, the creator, or you're inhabiting an agency that you can't inhabit exactly. yes. in, in real life. It's true. Our idea is, after we do all this immersive media and VR and MR, MR and everything, like cool and like highly technological, we are going to show that whatever amazing technology exists, you know, and helps us to bring this magic that we have naturally in, bring it out. But the magic is still not in the VR headset, not in cables, not in micro schemes, not in electricity even, you know. I mean, the true magic of creator, like it doesn't need anything. So from this like big immersive media experience, we come back to the real core of, of basically creativity and the source. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. From inside out and then back from the out to inside. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and sharing your My thoughts and your opinions. And, and I'm excited. sure we'll be back here again at uh, at some point in the future. And for now, love to. best of luck for you and your show and creating this this project. And I, I'm wishing you the best. Thank you so much, Palmer. Thank you so much. Brought to you by Bigfoot Music and Sound and Jump Into the Light. If you want to reach out to Bigfoot for commercial music interests and post-production needs, including podcasts, original music and sound, sound design, and much more, contact yo at B-I-G-F-O-O-T-E If you're interested in developing your VR and AR content, contact hello at jumpintothelight.nyc.